Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today's no exception. We have a great guest. But first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by International Coffee Farms. International Coffee Farms grows and sells specialty coffee in Boquete, Panama. They now have 11 fully operational coffee farms and they are 100% sold out. They are accepting reservations for farm number 12. The idea of owning a safe, diversified offshore investment is intriguing to you. Check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back here on the weekend edition. We interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today, we have a great guest. He's a developer, he's a syndicator, and he invests in a class of real estate that is not typical. Welcome to the show, Mark Rossioli. Hello, Victor. How are you today? Wonderful. So, Mark, You've been investing in a class of real estate, specifically cell towers. How did you get into that particular line of business? So when I was in my early 20s, I spent a few years living and caddying at Pebble Beach Golf Course in California, and I was lucky enough to run into the same businessman a few years in a row, and he gave me my first job, my first real job in the cell tower business. I was moving back from California to the East Coast and met, met up with him in New York City, and got started in the tower business. So a cell tower, for those people who don't know what it is, it's one of those things that you often see by the side of the road or potentially on the top of a building. How does this represent an income property as a standalone entity? The carriers, depending on which market you're in, you've got your AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, and Sprint in the, in the U.S., and you've got your, your, your Rogers and your Bell Canada up in Canada. Those carriers pay rent to the property owner. So if you have a rooftop and a carrier comes to you and would like to put an antenna up there, they'll pay you rent for space on your rooftop. And it's essentially space that you're not going to rent to anyone else. It's a uh, it's the winning lottery ticket is what I like to call it. So this is a, is it a separately deeded property? Is it an easement on a property? How does that work? Initially, it's just a lease agreement. So it could be a land lease agreement if they're going to put a physical tower up, or it's a rooftop lease agreement if they're just going to put antennas on the roof. And then if we get a little deeper into it and we were to bifurcate the asset, it could turn into another structure. Fascinating. So how do you, apart from deriving income directly from the carrier that's that's leasing space from you, what are some of the strategies for making money owning cell towers? One of the main strategies that I like to use in my business is the fact that a cell tower income stream has a fixed value regardless of the market that it's in because it trades based on cash flow as opposed to location. So that makes it extremely unique. So I can take an asset in a secondary or tertiary market and have the same value as if it were in the center of Manhattan. So I can buy a property for a 12 cap but get a cell tower asset, say worth maybe a six or a seven cap, along with it. So I create a, an arbitrage on the purchase. So you and I did this a few years ago. Uh, we were business partners on a particular project. I'm thinking specifically of a baseball stadium that we purchased. And of course, neither you or I had any desire to own a baseball stadium. Why don't you tell us that story? Sure. We're talking about Skylands Park in Sussex County, New Jersey. Let me just interject to frame this for the listeners at home. We're talking about an asset that was a stadium with 28 acres of land, 4,200-seat stadium, 18 luxury boxes, 46,000 square feet of buildings, and uh, parking for a couple of thousand cars. 
that was a unique situation because it had cost close to $10 million to construct when it was originally built. And over the course of time, the stadium lost its anchor tenant, which was a minor league baseball team from the St. Louis Cardinals. And when you lose your, your main tenant, your value drops drops way down. And they, they tried to keep it going, but they couldn't. So you've got a $10 million investment. And 15 years later, they've got the property on the market for $2 million. We offer $1 million. And all of a sudden, we own a baseball stadium. So the only reason we found out about this property is, not, again, like we were not looking for a baseball stadium, is because of the presence of this cell tower. So this cell tower, it had revenue, if I remember correctly, from a few different carriers. Correct. Three different carriers were installed on the light posts in the stadium. We had Sprint, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And the value that we derived from the antenna leases was about 75% of the value that we paid for the entire stadium. It was an amazing, amazing opportunity because we realized that the breakup value of the stadium was far in excess of the actual purchase price. Simply severing the cell tower as a separate asset allowed us to realize that much higher value by separating the two. So in the end, so you've got revenue from three different carriers, Sprint, AT&T, and T-Mobile. If I remember correctly, it was about 50000 a year in income from those three carriers. How did you calculate the value of the cell tower? My day-to-day business, I make it, I make it my job to know the market and pretty simply we would apply a 7% cap rate to the income stream from the cell phone towers and come up with a real simple calculation as to the value. Start with a $50,000 income stream, divide that by 0.07 for a 7% cap rate, which gives a value of 714000 for the value of the cell tower, and I believe we sold it for 700000 And the our basis on the stadium ended up being about $250,000, once you separated out the value of the cell tower. That's correct. That's, that's exactly right. And that's how, that's how we looked at it. So we were able to come in and we were able to purchase it from a, from a, different, from a different angle and, and no one else could see it how we saw it. So we were able to get the deal done. No, you're not necessarily out there buying baseball stadiums all day long, but you are buying other assets, other apartment buildings, things like that, industrial complexes that have cell towers and you're generally separating the cell tower as a separate asset from from the property in order to gain more value. Is that right? Correct. Absolutely. When we when we look at purchasing a property, we automatically, in our model, bifurcate out cell tower value and then focus on on whatever's left as the as the true acquisition because we have a we have a system in place to place value on the cell towers. So once you've got a cell tower and you've got and you've determined it's got value, who buys these? You don't you don't put them out on eBay. Uh, how do you actually manage to dispose of the cell tower and realize the value? So typically, what we do is we'll, we'll close on a series of cell towers together, and when we reach a certain critical mass, we know we can realize an even larger return by packaging several of these together. So we bundle a few up. And we have a, a, a list of buyers, people we've done business with over the years that we know are interested in these assets and whoever is willing to pay the most. So if someone has a property that potentially has a cell tower on it, they could realize some significant value uh, simply by severing it. And if they don't know something about cell towers, you're the guy for them to talk to about how to get educated on what to do with it, how to potentially separate it, 
and potentially even partner with you if if that makes sense to actually dispose of the asset once it's been separated from the property. That's correct. That's right. Well, it's a fascinating different type of income property, and it's one where certainly the property management of it is very straightforward. You don't have a lot of tenants and toilets, so to speak. So the uh, the maintenance of the cell tower is relatively low. Let's talk about the maintenance of a cell tower. What obligations do you have as a property owner to maintain the cell tower? In a typical situation, you're dealing with a ground lease, a triple net ground lease, and you would have no maintenance responsibilities whatsoever, which is fantastic. And that's one thing that I love because you can buy these assets anywhere in the country, really anywhere in the world, and you never have to even go visit it or worry about it. The check comes early, on time, every single month. You can sleep sleep soundly at night, not worry about phone calls coming in. Well, I love that. So it's really, truly, it's one of the few businesses where it's truly a passive investment. Most businesses are truly are active businesses. If you're a landlord, if you are a business owner, if you're a property owner, even though you know the, the IRS might call it a passive income stream, it really is an active business. This might be, apart from you know putting the deals together, this might be one of the truly passive income streams. Oh, it sure is. Absolutely. This is an asset class that stands all on its own. I love that. Someone wants to get involved or learn a little bit more about buying and selling cell towers, where can they do some research? So they could go to go to my website, which is 17mile.net, 17mile.net, and they'd be able to track me down there. I'm always interested in talking to seasoned real estate folks about different ways to partner up and, and get deals done, and I'm more than happy to talk about cell towers with uh, with anyone. Terrific. So definitely reach out to Mark if you've got a cell tower on your property or if you come across a building that's for sale that has a cell tower on it, you may want to take a second look at it. In the meantime, as you're thinking about that, have a great rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow.